I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton, JMS. I am your idiot in command, idiot in charge, idiot extraordinaire, and I don't know a fucking thing, and that's why we're here. We're learning. We're laughing. We're growing. Or maybe we're just choosing to stay the same. I don't know. Either way, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thanks for checking me out. Thanks for checking the podcast out. Welcome. I hope you enjoy it. I know I already said welcome, but if you don't mind hitting that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review, I'd love it. It really helps me out, helps other people find the podcast. I want to go ahead and apologize because I think I have cotton mouth right now. So thanks for putting up with that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, by the way, to everyone who's already left a rating and review and subscribed. I see you guys out there. I love you. You're great. Shout out to my best idiots forever, Jean and Kathy, top tier level patrons supporting the podcast, enjoying great things over on Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, get full length episodes. This episode was almost an hour and 45 minutes. You only get the hour on the main feed. And that's how it goes. That is... Uh, that's what you get on Patreon. Anything over an hour, you get it there. You get it uncut. You don't even have to hear this intro with me going for some fucking reason. God, I need water. I'm pausing this really quickly. So yeah, head over there if you want to get full length episodes, no ads, no holds barred. And there's stand up clips. Here's what I'm going to start doing. I was doing little clips. I'm going to do full length sets. And then there's my phone. Um, I, uh, Sorry, text message came in. Hello, I'm so popular. Why didn't I have that on silent? Oh, well, I'm not going to edit this because I am in the throes of my last minute packing that night before the move. I'm moving tomorrow. And um, that like last, all the last things that you didn't put away because you needed them to function pack. I'm doing that. And that is also why this is a little late. Um, my uh, bad. But anyways, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. You get more stuff and you're supporting me. Um, the person who does these interviews and puts this out for you all for free. And I love doing it, but it sure is hard to make time for everything in the world and survive because goddamn motherfucking capitalism. So I appreciate your support. Another way to support me while also supporting yourself, get some NeuroGum at 15% off. Use the code JMS at getneuro.com or go to getneuro.com slash JMS. That is caffeinated gum or mints with B vitamins and L-theanine. And I still need more water. Uh, that's not from the NeuroGum, though. But anyways, it gives you a focused energy. I'm telling you, I take two mints in the morning. I've been trying the mints. I love the gum. I've been raving about it. I got some of the mints. I do two mints instead of a cup of coffee. And it's like, all. I'm not even kidding. Like, holy shit, what I get done. It's like, I'll look up from accomplishing a bunch of to-do list stuff. Like, what time is it? And still have so much of the day left. And that is... Very unlike me, if you know me, because I'm a motherfucking disaster. So 
check it out. Check out Neurogum, and I get like you know a little tiny couple pennies off of your purchase. So I appreciate it. And also, I genuinely love it. Like they're not a sponsor of the podcast. They just gave me the code because I raved about them so much. So please like DM me or write in the Facebook group if you try it. I want to hear what you think because I'm obsessed with it. Anyway, also, yes, there's a Facebook group. Idiots. Sorry, ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. Join that. Answer the question that they ask you. There's a little intro question to get in and you'll get let in. There's fun memes. It's a safe space for unsafe questions. That doesn't mean hate speech, but it does mean I don't know why I said but what it does mean is that if you have an opinion that you're like, oh, this is kind of unpopular, but like. I would like to have a discussion about it because I feel like I'm the only one in the world who feels like this. Whatever. Sometimes you have a thing that you're like, am I crazy? That's the group for you to put that question out. And people go, no, you're not crazy. But here's what my opinion is. And let's talk about why it's different and where we came from and whatever. So it's fun. It's great. It's educational. And it's honestly just a good group. Like beyond the Patreon, I'm telling you, the the Patreon has become a cool ass community. And like we hang out and it feels really like a great group of friends because it is my my idiot friends and then that expands into the Facebook group so there's plenty to get involved in and I know that this is a time where uh you know for the last year we haven't been able to interact face to face with all the people we'd like to see so this is a extra way to connect and that's fucking great anyway whoo everyone I am losing steam Uh oh okay hold on uh before I get into my guest I'm coming to Sacramento in two weeks, April 23rd, 24th. I'm back at Laughs Unlimited. I'm headlining. I'm getting back on the road, kicking the rust off, entertaining you guys, and I'm ready to party. So if you're in Sacramento, up anywhere remotely in the Bay Area, make a trip over to Sacramento. Come see me at Laughs Unlimited. There is a link to tickets in the show notes, Uh, among other things. Also, links to go find our guest. And our guest this week, really fucking cool, an amazing astrologist. Aurora B, just B, but on Instagram, it'll say Aurora B. Her Instagram is in the show notes. You're going to love this. She talks to me. She's like such a big, just astrology guru. I mean, she knows so much. She's so passionate about it. And it's interesting the way she um, puts in perspective. Because I do ask her, you know, like, what about people who think that this is horseshit? And she gives an amazing answer. And she's just really fucking cool. And it gave me a new perspective on astrology. And if you've listened to any of these episodes, you know uh, I'm somewhere in the like extremely skeptical, but ooh, this is fun uh, category. So it was cool. It was really cool. And like I said, the full episode is almost an hour and 45 minutes, but the first hour is incredible and you're going to love her. And uh, once you realize you love her, go check out her Instagram because she posts. I really like the the way she posts about astrology. She does some cool stuff and uh, and she's cool. You know, you can... You can get to know her. You can work with her if you want to you wanna get some astrology in your life. So no further ado, please enjoy this interview with my lovely friend, B. Hey, idiots. Welcome to another amazing episode. I, I am so excited for this episode. I'm here with my friend, B, who we've been like Instagram friends for, I don't know, a few years now. I'm, I, an astrologer, just I, astrologer, astrologist. I don't know. What Whatever are you, you want to question. I guess I'm what a do you call yourself? <laughs> you also like make a zine and you're just rad. So tell me like when someone asks you like, oh, I hate if it's fucking, what do you do? But what do you, how do you refer to that? 
I consider myself a healer first and foremost, and astrology is one of the many ways or techniques that I use to help uh, improve people's lives. Uh, Radical self-healing is my message and anything that like gives you a voice and makes you stand and like affirmed in who you are. That's, that's what I'm about. (laughs) I love that. And so does Peach, my dog, apparently. She's like, yes, I'm, I'm standing in who I am firmly barking at no one out of my window. Um, I love that. I love that concept of like, just radical. I mean, just the concept of like radical healing, radical self-love is, uh, I mean, it's just fucking cool to hear. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's always a challenge for myself. I, I struggle with my own depression and my own anxiety. And, um, I went through a lot of childhood trauma, um, very early. And so it gave me a lot of like, insight into people who have all sorts of different traumas at a very early age and uh, how that sort of informs behavior. And, uh, you know, I think that astrology is one of the many tools that I have found over the years that really gives a language to that and also provides somewhat of a, an answer for me, at least like, or a direction or how to channel it. I love that. I, um, I'm here with you, girl, being childhood trauma all the way. We've talked about it a little bit. Um, And, you know, obviously sorry to anyone who's had to deal with that. And that is the way the world unfolds, unfortunately, sometimes for so many of us. Um, Before we dig into it, because I want to kind of talk to you mostly about we're sort of doing this, like, spring, the new year, awakening things. And I've talked to, like, I just interviewed a pastor about Easter, and I talked to a rabbi about Passover and I want to talk about like Aries is the beginning of the astrology year but I want to do a little bit of basic kind of astrology like you know (laughs) obviously there are skeptics about astrology there's skeptics about everything that they don't (laughs) understand but were you always from a young age like an astrology person um, I, I don't think that I was directly in a show. It was always in the background. I will put it there, put it that way. The thing that was with me since a, a young age was spirituality, um, occult things, I would say. And, um, just knowing that it was inherited, that I had some sort of special ability. My mom had it. Um, my sister had it. Um, even my sister on my dad's side, I'm, had the these special abilities my sister on my dad's side actually can visual gets visuals and so I always was like in this family where we didn't really talk about it too much but like it was a definite thing and uh, especially between my sister and I my sister and I can like we have the twin thing. We're not twins. We're twin. We're okay, 19 I was like, wait, years. you're a twin? How did I never no. know this? I almost <laughs> no. lost my shit. I'm like one of those people who's like creepy about like thinking like twin magic <laughs> well check this my sister was born 19 years before me almost to the day my mom like my sister's birthday is just the day before mine 19 years apart and Whoa. yeah and so in it's in, in if you were to look at our astrological charts there's obviously a lot of similarities um the sun being because your son is your birthday our, our, ours are touching and so um there's this weird connection that we have that I would say is similar to what twins I've heard experience where we just can 
read each other's minds. We can call we call each other at the exact moment the other one is bawling. Like they, we just know the other one's hurting. Like, wow, yeah. And um, sometimes it comes to us through song. Um, my sister will hear like a particular song that I used to sing when I was younger, when I was a baby, and uh, she'll just call me and she'll be like, "I heard this song," and it, and like at that exact moment, I'll be having like a nervous breakdown, and I'm like, ah. and it's just it's a nice reminder that like you know, the universe is watching and that you're supported. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost like I have a guardian angel. Um, that's amazing. And when you <laughs> say like that your mom had this gift, are you talking specifically about like healing and was it a kind of understood thing? I know you said you didn't talk about it a lot. Was it just sort of like a thing you picked up on or was it ever a conversation? It was a conversation. My mom believed she, she to her, in her own words, my mom thought she had a sixth sense and she just had ridiculous I guess you'd call it ESP or you know we we have different words for it now but like she knew that she was intuitive and um my sister has it too um though for my sister I think it's more the empath thing that I just described that and um but I and yeah it was it was definitely talked about my my other sister don't necessarily have don't have that they're kind of I guess I would say they were more normal in that way um, boring Peach, <laughs> shut up but my sister but but that sister was also a healer so like there was still an alternative way of thinking so do you have just to like clarify do you have like half sisters or like you, when you said like yeah. on my dad's side <laughs> yes like, I sister's am not only, from your mom yes I'm the only child between my mom and my dad together but my mom had uh three daughters from a previous marriage my half sisters and then my dad brought in a sister and a brother so oh and my brother okay so this is even crazier my brother is adopted and uh so he's not even blood related and he's like full-blown pagan like he is very witchy married a witch and my niece can astral project and she's 13 so um there you go (laughs) wow wow okay so so I have a weird family well no but it's also like when you get into like I'm gonna say woo woo because I know that there are people listening I know I have a broad spectrum of people who like (laughs) some people are like this is my jam I'm here for you I'm exactly what you're saying and then there's people who are like okay you know fucking skeptics yeah fine I'm to me going this adopted brother who is very into that there is this sort of like nature nurture just thing when you really think about that where you go okay did he pick was some of this in the household he picked up on but also when you think about like someone's soul you know choosing the journey they're going to be on before they come into the world to you know loosely quote one psychic that somebody paid me to go see <laughs> um, not pay, paid for me to go see they didn't pay me to see her but I was like I'm too yeah. cheap to pay for this very allegedly acclaimed psychic and they're like well happy it's birthday. fair but like <laughs> the idea that him getting adopted and coming into this family that already had this was sort of this universal like thing coming together where he like went to a family where he would have belonged and not been like exactly like, the freaky adopted kid like <laughs> honestly I think that like okay so his mom's name was Bunny so if you ever hear me refer to Bunny and um, that's that's my this is adorable yeah <laughs> so Bunny I have my story my our like my family like that is another episode like that's insane okay but Bunny 
Benny, um, Benny, his mom, my sister, Randy's mom, um, she was not into any of this stuff. In fact, it was kind of the opposite way around where I think if anything, my sister, my brother being kind of woo-woo made her kind of become more woo-woo. And so what is this stuff that you guys are? Yes. And she passed away two years ago and I went, it's okay. Um, I never actually had a chance to meet her, um, but I went- yeah whole other story but I (laughs) there's okay so sorry don't mean to sidetrack but this is very interesting um I never got to meet her but I went to go visit my sister after she passed um to you know go support my sister um my sister was living with her because it was her caregiver and I remember like right before that happened I uh it was like I was trying to manifest things in my life for like the first time, like I was actively trying to. And I remember like wanting to go purchase this uh, Edgar Casey book. And then I was like, right before my trip, I was like, no, I'm going to manifest this book. And, and, and I was, I went to my sister's house for the very first time in Portland, Oregon, um, which was Bunny's house. And uh, the first thing that I saw was that exact book on the table. And it not only was it the same book, but it was the same 70s cover and you know how much book covers change and I was like I was like Randy is this yours and she was like no it was mom's you can have it and I was just like what the fuck and then I did her chart and to the degrees we had similar degrees in our chart and I feel very strongly um my dad ran out on Bunny like he was not a great dad classic dad (laughs) And I kind of feel like God or spirit or whatever you want to call it did a big fuck you and gave him a daughter that was wired almost identically astrologically to his ex-wife. That's hilarious. It's really funny. And then my sister and I have a great relationship because it's kind of like I served as this hole that she lost her mom and then I kind of came into her life. That's, I mean, that's really sweet. That's, That's like just a nice thing. And it is so funny when there's so many things where when like that could be construed as like ah oh, fucked up or like that's <laughs> crazy that like if you look at it from the lens of the universe is kind of behind all of this universe god whatever you want to call it is like makes you appreciate that there's a almost a sense of humor in the universe <laughs> that they're like oh you thought you were gonna get away from this type of person well here you go um that's but a, that's, that's beautiful I mean I think it's I. I just want to say like the thing that I want to get across as my big message to anyone listening and learning about astrology for the very first time is everyone is psychic. Everyone is intuitive. We live in a world where we have been conditioned to disassociate from our bodies. We've been in a, we're in conditions where we have to disassociate from um, spirituality, um, different things, different ways where you're socially conditioned. And I firmly believe if everyone started looking at astrology charts more, they would see just that. And they'd be like, whoa, I am psychic. I do bring in this energy to my life. So I, I see it all the time in my work. So it's interesting. That's, I mean, that's really cool. And there is absolute like truth to whether anyone listening is believing like psychic or that they're like, (laughs) yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's so we're inundated with the way that society is set up. You know, especially like living in a capitalist society, we have all this technology, we're inundated with things that sort of cause us, that do cause us to disconnect from like being in our bodies, being like mindful and paying attention to our thoughts. And that's objectively true. So if, you know, 
Of course, yeah. like if there is some sort of sixth sense ESP psychic abilities, so many of us, you would be hard to know because you're getting like torn away from it if you're not making mindful time for that. Um, it, you know, and, and, you know, so many were taught to be like, that's fucking ridiculous. And it's like, well, yeah. I don't. I mean, the entire existence of humanity is pretty ridiculous when you think about the odds. So it's funny that like, <laughs> yeah. that's where we draw the line is that like, there's no way that you could think of anything that might be about to happen. That just wouldn't. And it's like, well, we're all here. So because a star farted and then a bunch <laughs> of particles came to life. So it's really like, that's where you're going to draw the line. Okay. So for people listening who have never they're just astrology what the fuck are you talking about can you explain a little bit like when you say chart i'm trying to get yes. to like base level what what is an astrological chart so an astrological chart just in a simple layman's terms is it is a map of where the stars were located how they were orbiting on the day you were born at the time you were born and in the place you were born and that indicates uh, a per- like a lot of personality type. It can indicate uh, sudden events. Uh, it, could un- it can indicate a life purpose. Um, you can get a lot of information from an astrology chart from just seeing that map. And, um, you know, also there's different forms of astrology, which I think is also confusing to some people. Oh, wow. um, and so that would be just considered, you know, um, Uh, natal astrology but there's mundane astrology which is like events and predicting events and then there's electional astrology which is like when let's say Jessica Michelle wants to start a new podcast but she wants it to be super successful so we would look at some potential dates that would be very successful with your chart um, to launch a new project and then I wish I had known this before I launched this (laughs) And then also there's something called, uh, uh, there's something called horary astrology, which I don't actually do, but I have a good friend that does. And it's kind of like the, she's described it as the tarot of uh, astrology. And it's like, where are my car car keys? And she can pull a chart of when that question came into your head and determined uh, not only where your car keys are, but an increment of time in which you, it would take for you to find him. So that's also another thing astrology can do (laughs) i want to meet that person specifically i'll introduce you regularly lose my car (laughs) utmost importance to me um that so (laughs) where you are in relation to the stars that plays into it oh absolutely yeah that's your environmental factors the time of day like night charts are very different from day charts um and so like certain planets will have different meanings and different types of charts so I think people get confused thinking oh I'm a Venus in Virgo or like you know I'm a I'm a Leo sun uh Cancer moon or something and it, there's so much more that goes into it it's not I mean those things are very relevant and important but it's there's a lot of rules <laughs> and a lot of things to learn. <laughs> well, and that's so interesting because I think, you know, the people who know the basic level of astrology mm-hmm. is kind of like su- sun signs, right? That's the one that like when people go, I'm a Leo. Yeah. I'm a yes. And then it's easy to go, well, I heard X, Y, Z about this sign and I'm not like that. So astrology is a load of shit. But then it's also like you have all these other signs that play into 
making you different than this cookie cutter of what the sun sign is supposed to be, right? Exactly. It would be like uh, some with your comedian, like it'd be like somebody watching, um, I don't know, like a Mitch Hedberg for the first time and not understanding. And I'm like, I don't like comedy. Like, I don't get this. Like, Comedy's bad because I don't like this one person and didn't get their thing. Exactly. So it's kind of the same thing. There are so many other pieces of a puzzle happening. Like, um, and just to like walk you through it, okay, I've, I've looked at your chart before. So you are a Leo sun, but I also want to like see what house uh, your son is in because that's going to show you like what part of life that you're going to show up being that Leo the most. And then wow. you want to look at what is called aspects and aspects are the relationships that the planets are having with one another. Um, and they, they're, it's kind of like a dance. Like, um, so you'll want to look and see like, is, is your son squaring Mars? That would say that like, you would have a lot of aggression issues. Mars is action squares are like challenges. Whoa. So there's, and then you, when you look at transits, which transits are what is happening currently in the sky, how the planets are moving. Oh, like, and how but, that affects your yeah. So if like Mars is like, for instance, uh, transiting and it's on your sun that particular day, I know you're probably going to get into a fight with somebody. So it's that's, like, that's, so funny. that's interesting, but why I think it's important for people to learn. And I wish that people would become a little bit more open-minded is when I would say like, like that was happening to me, um, I, I struggle with my mental health. So it's like knowing that I might get into a fight today, maybe today's not the day I'm going to go to the crowded grocery store because I don't want to get into a fight at the grocery store. Maybe today I'll just chill and like try to meditate. And like, instead, maybe I'll just have an angry moment where I'm like pissed at my sister about something. And I just contain myself and meditate rather than, you know, go out into the world and potentially get into an argument with somebody. So it's, oh wow. it's a, it's a great way to maintain relationships. Um, another astrologer that I admire just kind of gave this example. I think this is another really good one. There's something called a void of course moon. And that means um, for certain times of the day in the year, um, the moon isn't, do isn't making any major transits to any other planets. Um, so there's kind of a stillness. So like um, during a period of time like that, maybe that is the time I would go to the grocery store because not a lot of people are going to be there. Nothing actionable is really going to happen. Um, maybe if I have to give some bad news, maybe if I was a, a boss and I had to fire someone that day, I would do it under a void of course moon because no one's going to like flip out during a void of course moon, <laughs> you know? So it's not, it's a great way to maintain mental health, I guess you would say. That's interesting. Well, do you ever get, do you ever make an action specifically because of the way like your chart is aligning with where the, the stars are and then get a reaction that you're not expecting like do you ever get like oh I really didn't think that this was going to happen and is there like an uh, an astrological explanation for that I I mean this is a really sad response to that but yes um I had a north node return and these are moments that are supposed to be very like critical to your life purpose. And I thought, you know, in that moment, like something wonderful was going to happen to me, but instead it was like the worst day of my life. Whoa. <laughs> and, and so, um, and it made me really kind of like look back and be like, oh, that was something I should have paid a little bit more attention to rather than this other thing that I thought it was. And so, um, you know, it, it, that changed, shifted my perspective about, 
a lot of things in my career. And um, that's why there was a lot more shift to mental health because it was my sister passing away from her mental health disorder. And so it's okay. I mean, but it gave me purpose. So it's like, yeah, there are, there are times that like you think something good might happen, but vice versa. There might also be times where, you know, I thought this transit was going to like, I was sure as hell going to get into a fight with like one of my family members or something. And then like, we actually had like a pretty good heart to heart. So it's so sometimes it's like the big thing that it's pointing to is like the, it's still a thing. It just like, is in a different way than you are thinking it's going to go. Whereas like, Oh yeah. Even with what you're saying about like you thinking some really good thing was happening, obviously this huge tragedy, but because of that, it shifts your path into, you know, mental health. And maybe that in a way is causing you to make a difference within that, you know, community and that sphere. And it's like a, a fucked up way of the universe being like and that's actually the path you're supposed to be on so (laughs) had to give you a hard left sorry about that yes fucking hang in there like that's that's real I mean we're not mind readers um we we know themes uh we we talk archetypes and those can pop up a variety of ways. Um, the feeling, the sentiment will always be there, um, but it might just manifest in just unique ways. Every, like a lot of astrologers knew that 2020 was going to be like a really intense year. Um, I don't think a lot of them signed knew up that- for the idea it was going to be COVID. Um, like they're but- like, oh, it looks like there's going to be some rough patches. Like and nobody was like, for sure a global pandemic is exactly what it will be (laughs) exactly like I think I I remember I was thinking it was going to be something warlike um I thought like there was going to be like riots or like disruption because of Trump like I knew that there was going to be something that was going to erupt and like be pretty serious and there absolutely was that like yeah that's but it, it yeah, but there are some astrologers who actually did call this, they've, they said plague, like there are some that did, and that, that's remarkable to me. I was honestly not one of them, but I knew it was going to be a big deal, but I did not see COVID coming. Well, I also yeah. think that like a plague, the idea of this was like, it seemed so, until it happened, I feel like it's not wrong to say for many of us, it seemed so like beyond the scope of where we are technologically like it it felt like this is modern society we don't know fucking plagues so I like even like reading a chart and going uh, I I obviously don't know how it works but going oh this (laughs) feels like plaguey but it has to mean something else because like surely that's not it I could also see that being a thing well because it's like with tarot which I also really I know nothing about but I've gone you know I've had some like pull cards and been like this I'm sure there's so many different ways you could take how what something could possibly mean obviously oh yeah and I think that that's one of the things too like if you are listening and you like astrology a lot or you're interested in getting into astrology one thing to remember is it's Uh, I think of it a lot like art or I think of it like I grew up listening to punk rock like I like the (laughs) remote I like the Ramones I like the clash I don't think any either of them are better you appreciate them for what they are in the same way there are different astrologers and they have different styles and so uh my take might be very different than my friend Maria's take or my friend Christina's take who are both amazing astrologers we just have different 
styles and ways of looking at things. So, yeah. So if you're into astrology, follow a lot of astrologers, support them, get like, don't stick with one person. Um, I mean, unless you, that's what you feel comfortable with. Um, but I think that it's good to get like a, a holistic approach to your astrology. I like that, that it's like, let's see what other people are working with. I would like to talk about that um, a little bit more uh, in terms of maybe even what to look out for, for like, as we know, with social media, there are a lot of phony lunatics in every industry being like, buy my course on social media (laughs) development. And they have three followers and you're like, okay, this is a nightmare. Um, (laughs) We we recently had like a, a thing in our community which I now like happens often in comedy where someone was stealing content and, and yeah and it was like somebody who was like also simultaneously bragging about making a lot of money and um talking about becoming like a landlord and all of these really <laughs> insane like reptilian type things and so yeah uh, <laughs> I feel as though some things to look out for number one fear-mongering if somebody is fear-mongering a, a good astrologer. Professor Trelawney in Harry Potter being like, I see death. <laughs> yes. Like don't like your astrology should, I mean, it doesn't always have to make you feel good and be love and light all the time. Certainly mine is not, but like if they're fear mongering, that's not good. They're trying to play, astrology- take advantage of your emotions. Exa- exactly. So it's more, I mean, look for people that you connect, like, here's a big thing. Listen to your body. Um, if your body is giving you a hell yes about somebody, follow them. Like if somebody is just like makes you feel a little bit weird or uncomfortable, then don't. Like it's as simple as learning to tune into your body and your responses. Um, a good astrologer is not. I love make that you, you feel said s- that it's it's that simple. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Get into t- your body, <laughs> fucker. Start meditating. I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry. A good astrologer. Go on. No, it takes right. work, but you can do it, everyone. Exactly. I mean, I think it's just a good practice um, to listen to yourself. Um, I think also like a good, a good astrologer is not necessarily going to zone in on like one particular uh, area of your chart. They're going to be able to like see it in, as a bigger picture. Like as like in for a, the trees type of thing. Like you see. Yeah. Okay. Unless like you have like a giant stellium, which is like a lot of planets in one particular house. Um and, and even so, like, there, that should not make you feel scared because, like, in that case, I would tell them, you know, you want to put more energy in the opposite house. I always use the euphemism of, like, working in a restaurant. It's, like, a lot of cooks in the back of the house, nobody watching the door. So you got to send somebody up to the door. And so you go and look at the opposite house. What's going on there? There's not a lot of action there. All right, maybe put that focus in that direction and usually people come back and they're like oh my god thank you like <laughs> oh my god help was helpful <laughs> I love that I want to ask a little bit more like for the basics about houses but we're gonna take a break and we'll come back we're gonna we'll do a little more basic astrology some questions and I want to get into like the, the astrology new year so you, everyone listening stay there we're coming back you guys were back. Uh, John, one of my patrons in a live stream chat, not to shamelessly plug, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you can be in the live stream chat, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed and be here while I'm doing these interviews. So he farms and he said his big astrology thing is waiting for a new moon to plant. Yeah, that's a real thing. I mean, um, new moons are great for manifesting. So that's exactly the point of a new moon. Full moons are good for releasing. So that's so yeah. That's so interesting. Um, 
just hearing that. Okay, when we left off, we were talking about houses. All right, wait. Let's just go to that, first of all. Okay. Well, before we go to that, you mentioned a stellium. What did you call it? It's a stellium, yes. That's when you have a lot of planets in one particular house. On that, before we get into houses, Mm -hmm. if you're reading someone's chart or, you know, giving them a reading... And you see something that, like, looks, like, in your opinion, you're like, this is really bad. Mm-hmm. How do you handle <laughs> delivering that to somebody? I guess I just don't have that outlook going in. You don't, you don't it, go, like, this is bad. It's like, here's what it could mean. Yeah, and that's actually a big part of my work is uh, eventually reclaiming some of these, they call them aspects, uh, in a positive light. Um, okay. Because I I think that like okay I'll do you want an example yeah would that be helpful it, let's do an example that would all that's always helpful especially for me okay so Mars Saturn aspects can be difficult um, Mars is action as we've discussed it's the verb in our chart it's how we move it's how we go after what we desire and Saturn is restriction discipline um, it I say it's the daddy of the zodiac it's Hello, kind of like. Yes. Like Saturn doesn't deny it delays. And so if you're like a good girl and you're following the rules, Saturn's going to reward you. But if you're not, Saturn's you know, it's going to spank you. It's a, exactly. Why'd I have to? <laughs> of course I did. That's same. Uh, <laughs> and um, so like, I love yeah. That. So like, let's say it's a conjunction. That means that they are very close in proximity working together. Um, So you think about that, like you have someone whose actions are very calculated. You have somebody who's like not emotional about how they move in the world. Um, You have somebody who has been able to uh, in some way remove obstacles in the way of going after what they want it's there is a sense of like almost like a ruthlessness to that aspect everyone is successful in my industry all right got it (laughs) um but I mean the sign is going to tell you kind of the outfit that it's it's wearing like how that's going to come out the house placement will show you exactly where that's happening um let's say it's in um the 10th house that that would be your career, your reputation. So like when I started reading about this, I don't have this in my chart, but when I was first like studying it, I knew there were like several people in my life that had this aspect and I didn't consider them to be jerks, although they had like, you know, a sense of going after a goal in their lives. Um, and, and so it was, interesting to me because what I was reading was mostly kind of negative um yeah and- I just, it's so funny you saying like the ruthlessness and stuff it's like I when I even when I went everyone in my industry it's I'm picturing there's there are two types like archetypes I'm thinking who are like this and not to I'm sure you're gonna go into something maybe this nature, yeah. maybe not but like there's the people who are like actually ruthlessly tenacious and the people who just mm-hmm. are driven and things start to work out for them but it's not in a calculus it's not this, you know, playing chess with people's emotions and fuck you, throw yeah. you under the bus 
the they just go after their goals like the way that they and they don't let bullshit get in their way and they just like put on blinders and like this is the thing i want to achieve and i'm just gonna work hard and go for it yeah and so i think there's different versions of this for instance the person that i am thinking about right now they're a libra rising so libra risings tend to like be a little bit more fair-minded they tend to like want to have more balance in their lives they they tend to be very uh, into partnerships and, and their relationships and they're very social. So there's other aspects in this person's chart that like made them just a, a lot nicer, kinder, warmer. Um, and so you should not discount that. Um, but I wanted to reclaim it because I feel as though there is a solution to it. Like uh, with Mars Saturn aspects, usually that there's some childhood conditioning that's happening there. And so like, usually like sometimes people have to like shut off in their, you know, environments. Maybe the environment was violent growing up. Maybe the environment, like there was like a shitty, like a, the dad was kind of a jerk. Like maybe Saturn can sometimes be an indicator of someone's dad. So that, Whoa. that could all, so certain planets in your chart might not even have anything to do with you. They so might you represent other people. Like, I just don't even see Saturn. It's not here. <laughs> There's no Saturn for some reason. I'm just sorry. Um, it's okay. Um, and it's in the chart you were saying I didn't mean to cut you yeah off for my no 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 I, <laughs> my bad dad joke. same too um <laughs> yeah same for my sister um and my brother um but yeah like yeah so there are different you have to really look at what's going on is really what I'm saying picture yeah it's like a it's like a, a, a stew you know like I have things in my own chart that like suck and make that like I've read not nice things about but like that doesn't mean I'm not a good person it just means that I have challenges like anyone else um a big thing too like uh, another one is like um, moon square Saturn you read about that and usually it's like a cold mother or like which I did have but you know <laughs> um, <laughs> but it also the moon is our home and uh Saturn is our resources and our ability to provide for ourselves so like you could just have um I mean there's different ways of looking at it. you could just have like a what do you call it like a you have trouble like seeking financial compensation for like what you do you know what I mean like you could or you could have um Listen, you could always yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the uh my volunteer producer's eyes just lit up I mean he's not a volunteer <laughs> but basically I am the budget here is so low that he's like yes uh -huh, I'm listening <laughs> you could have you could have like scarcity mindset you know what I mean Absolutely. so it's not always going to be the same thing the moon is um the mother but it's also our emotions in our home so it's like you really want to look and see what is going on so not there's no bad placements in in my business and another thing that really kind of annoys me that I think is important to also share is like we have every planet in our chart in whole sign astrology every planet so yeah, everybody is all 12 it's somewhere in your chart and so that's Wait, were you just gonna like, say all 12 no I was not gonna say I can if you want to but I no no when you say 12, because I hear planets and I, a person of a certain age, think nine, fuck you, Pluto's a planet. Um, <laughs> what is 12? No, I meant 12 signs. Like oh, the 12, 12 signs. signs I was like, are okay. there more planets? What I are don't, did I say planets? I meant signs. No, you just it's said 12 and I jumped in and was like, 12? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my fault for not letting you finish a fucking sentence it's um. no it's okay so there's 12 signs in the zodiac and we all have them in our chart so they're appearing in different places in our lives therefore like when people are like i hate gemini's well 
You have fucking Gemini in your chart, so chill. Like, does everyone know? have every sign in their chart somewhere? Yeah, in whole sign astrology, yes. There's different forms of astrology, but whole sign, everything is there. And, and is that so, what you do mostly? I do. I, I I go between whole sign and what's called Placidus, and Placidus is what is used if, like, let's say you have the CoStar app, like that's what, or you go to like Cafe Astrology. And like, what's that other you, app that I have too? Pattern and the Pattern oh yeah. and CoStar. So a lot of those websites use Placidus. Whole sign I find to be better for transit work, so I will always use whole sign for transits. Um, but Placidus is nice. Um, because if you're looking at it from more like a, a woo woo spiritual place, cause you'll see things like intercepted houses and that can show like past life karma, but not, that's not everyone's tea. So yeah. 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 Um, I love that. I mean, it's my tea. I, <laughs> I have friends on the pattern that I'm like, Oh my God, it says that I knew it. We had a past life together. Like just like, <laughs> you were my mom and you're mean to me. And that's why I get pissed at you. Like I just, I just assign random stories and I'm like, I'm totally logical. You were my mother and you beat me. I don't want to be your friend anymore. I'm just kidding. Let's get talking. <laughs> um, okay. So we were down to like about 20 minutes of the regular episode. And since I said that this was the episode, what the episode was about, I want to get into this because there's so much I, I like want to talk to you about, but Ask. I want to talk about the astrology new year why is it why does the calendar start now what's up with aries being the front runner so i don't even know what question to ask but could you do uh, have I, any insight yeah, sh- about that sure i um here's a really interesting way to think about it right if you're tr- if this is how i would start if you're new to astrology look at it as stages of development or years of life so year one you are coming out of the womb. You don't know how to express yourself yet. There are not, the words have not been formulated. You want something, you cry for the bottle, you go grab the bottle, um, whatever it is you need, like, you know, you're screaming for it. So that's Aries. (laughs) (laughs) That is Aries because Aries is the first sign. So it's like, you think about these behaviors that are associated with Aries going after what you want, uh, aggressively, um, being fast, like, you know, like, like just being direct, you know what I mean? That's, that's very primal energy. That's Ram energy. Then you go to the second house. The second house is Taurus is ruled by Taurus. Um, that's age two. Terrible. Well, what are you, what are you doing? (laughs) It's like, it's all so clear now. Taurus rules. It's okay. Taurus rules the senses. So it's like, uh, what can I smell? What can I taste for the first time? You're learning how to like sense the world. You're feeling things. That's why kids are always like putting things in their mouths. You know, they, they're learning about texture. Um, third house people, kids start talking around three. That's Gemini. Gemini rules communication. Um, fourth house cancer. That's the home, the mother nurture at four. Like you're, you start playing house. You start playing like these types of games. You, you need a little bit more comfort. You need your mommy a little bit more at four. The fifth and then fifth house ruled by Leo, your sign. And that's, um, Leo's the sun. It's all about play. It's about children. And so the fifth house rules children. It rules um, play. It rules pleasure. That's why I'm a perpetual um, child. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you could look at your fifth house as like, uh, how do you learn by play? Whatever's going on in your fifth house, we'll show you that. Um, oh, six houses Virgo. Six houses Virgo. By six, you're you're starting to learn concepts for the first time. You're learning how to like do things for yourself for the first time. Virgo is all about like 
perfectionism and getting it right and being in service to other people. This is when you're kind of learning social skills a little bit more. You're going to school for the first time, like you're six, I think in the first grade, um, I could be wrong. I think most people um, are. Yeah. Some and then people seven, maybe aren't, they might be younger, they might be older, <laughs> but yeah, I think as, here. Yeah. So it's like you go through the wheel and you can look at it as stages of development. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool. And that, um, those sort of stages of development, those align with like, if you look at like, for instance, your fifth house, you said like how you play, but you'll see a different like sign or planet there. And that kind of is maybe telling of how you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, um, just to give you a walkthrough, say you're opening up your birth chart. Um, you see that your son is in, um, the sixth house, right? And uh, the sixth house is, you know, health, like I just said, and um, routine and um, how you are just being in service to other people. Um, but what is it doing? Let's say it is, um, you have Saturn, we just talked about this in your third house, um, your third house is communication, you might have like, a, and that's considered a square, it's considered a challenge, because they're in a square. And so you would have like something going on between your communication and the way that you show up to help other people um, that's in a bit of a challenge. And so, or, or your health, perhaps maybe communicating about health. Um, so that's how I would kind of look at, look at the planets and how they're kind of having a conversation with each other. What signs are they in? So like, what could that be about? You know, cause the, the signs are always going to be like the outfits that you're wearing, the costume. Oh, and the, the yeah and the aspect is going to be more like the root of the story like it's okay. going to be the guts like, like the storyline the, the like plot the that you have and the the other, yeah the signs are like the identity you try to portray for yourself yeah the world. and the houses are like the setting okay yeah hmm. so I, it's like a play it is like a play i have a question that is just popping into my mind that I don't know if this is like a, a crazy question, but I love crazy if, questions. Assuming that, you know, this is a bold assumption for some people, but there's a concept of like past lives or that we come back or whatever. Do you think how, hearing you go like Aries is like the first year. Do you think there's any, Hmm. how do I want to phrase this? Any chance that, like, the house someone's born in could be indicative to this is maybe way outside of what you even do? Like, the age of their soul? Ooh, that's an interesting concept. I'd have to think about that. Um, perhaps, I mean, that would be something for an evolutionary astrologer, probably. And okay, that, cool. that is a that's that's a field of astrology that actually I'm very interested in. So, that's something I would love think about and maybe have an answer for you <laughs> awesome no I, I appreciate that let's get so let's go back to like springtime we've got like you know a spring equinox Aries what mm -hmm. does like in astrology kind of this time of year does it have an overall meaning is there some type of you know feelings that sort of correspond to the astrological new year overall 
Yeah. I mean, okay. So Aries is a sign of action. It's a, um, you know, it's a cardinal sign. Cardinal signs are here to initiate. Um, they start projects. So yeah, if you are thinking about like launching a project, you know, this is a great season to do that. Um, and then once you get into tourist season, you can really begin to like refine it a little bit more. Like, what does this feel like? What is this like, like get into your senses and like ground it a little bit. So yeah. And then like by, you know, Gemini season, you're probably, you got your groove, you know? That's so. amazing. Well, it's so funny just thinking about, and I don't want to say that obviously this is not a case across the board for everyone, but I know other people who have this sort of, it's not a unique thought to go this sort of, you think of spring cleaning or like, I, I get like spring mania. I go like <laughs> all of a sudden I'm doing too many things. I have 800 ideas or like I have a new, like, coincidentally, I seem to, I don't know. It's, it's when you're like feeling, and I think it happens with, not just career, but for people some like with, you know, dating, it does seem to be a time where for myself, but also friends I've noticed, cause I've talked to friends about having like the spring, mm-hmm. like why all of a sudden I've been like, I don't want to live anymore. And now do I'm you- like, I want to do it all. <laughs> like- well, for you personally, I would say <laughs> you're Taurus rising. So you have Aries in your 12th house. So your 12th house is the house. Um, it's ha- things that are happening behind the scenes. Hmm. Um, and it's, it's uh, sometimes, I mean, again, another thing that people write a lot is this is the house of our undoing, but it's, it's more, this is the house of our mental health. And it's oh. like the <laughs> habitual toe that we keep stubbing ourselves over. Um, so, um, and it, yeah so like for you like let's say that this this energy came in in Aries season you know you're preparing for that to actually hit your ascendant eventually which is like your actual body and so um you're just kind of doing all the behind the scenes stuff that's necessary for your physical body to do once it gets to tourist season does that make sense yeah no it, it kind of does what, okay this is an absolutely selfish question. Would I ever be able to coerce you into coming on for like a p- b- Patreon bonus episode and like doing my chart so we can like? Yeah, duh. Of course. Fuck yes. <laughs> um, I just feel like that'd be so fun. There. Yeah. Okay. There's a that aside. There's a question in the chat from one of my patrons. Uh, mm-hmm. I made the joke about like fuck you guys. Pluto's a planet. How does Pluto <laughs> fit into astrology these days? Like, is it still? Okay, so another thing, this ties into another common question. People are always like, what about the 13th sign? Like, that's another thing oh, that, that people always say. Oh, that What the fuck was that? I remember reading the article about it, and I'm like, I'm not a cancer. Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, so essentially, astrology is just the study of patterns in uh, in correlation to where planet planets are in the sky. There are a tons of other planets there are tons of other bodies celestial bodies of course it has nothing to do with astrology it i mean it doesn't change the study at all because pluto is still where it is it's just you know maybe there are additions that like maybe that could be studied one day but it's it doesn't this is an ancient study that is been around since like the greek hellenistic time you know what i mean so it's like it doesn't (laughs) It doesn't change the course of study just because there's more planets. Yeah, there's a lot of planets, but, you know, and maybe they do do something, but like, that's not part of what we do, if that makes sense. Okay. They're totally, that, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's also just, there's only so much information because there's so much shit in the sky. Like, yeah. 
and there's only get so added. many things we can be aware of really where they are with the technology we have anyways where it's like yes maybe yeah. distant planets are playing into something but those things are affecting the things near us and that's what's being yeah sort of looked at and I think it's funny when maybe I'm sure that somebody somewhere is gonna roll their eyes at this me saying this but I think it's funny that people could go you think the planets and where they are you think that affects anything and it's like what about the tide like what do you doesn't the, the moon and the tide change like what if the water can change and we're 80 percent water you don't think that maybe there's something there women in particular we menstruate with the moon so it's like um well when that, people say that i have a question Sure. Because we're not all synced up. And I've heard that from so many people that our bodies want to be synced up with the moon. Yes. Why then do people not all have the exact same period? Um, I mean, because there's different purposes. Like, I mean, in a spiritual sense, there is a different purpose for somebody who is, um, who bleeds with the full moon versus somebody who bleeds with the new moon. Um, Uh, And so it's like you're synced up with your own in your purpose own. At, yeah and you're in a spiritual if we're looking at this through a spiritual lens yes um one of yeah so like and, and it will it will change throughout your life you're not always going to have um a period at the same time you know and especially for me i have endometriosis so i like was gonna my ask are, and i know that yeah. like there are a bunch of men who are now at this point listening and vomiting going why are they talking about periods <laughs> fuck you guys just deal with it I have an irregular period. So is yeah. there, from an astrological standpoint, is there something to that? I mean, I don't think so uh, at all. I just think that, like, it's one of the most interesting ways for all not all women but for a lot of women to see how they are synced to the universe, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's not always, I mean, not everyone is the same. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Yes, we're the same, but like not everyone is the same. You know of what I'm course. saying? So, but do you so, think that you being like, not you specifically, but like the general, like you being, you know, if you look at your astro- astrological chart and people are kind of ruled by different planets, so to speak, yeah. do you think that could, some people are going, what? I think it's that. It, could that affect your period? I think it's a lot. It's, it's a, environmental factors as well, I think is part of it. Of and also like, it's, it's as simple as who you surround yourself with because women sync up together. Which so is you, fucking crazy. And it, here's the weirdest part, Jessica Michelle. I have friends from back home that live in a state that's 16 hours away from me. And we just talk on the phone. We get our periods the same day. Like the, when I start it, so it's, it's, if you and I were like FaceTiming all the time, our periods would sink. Like that's just that's, crazy. And like, I know people are going, especially I'm sure there's men who are like, yeah, right. But like, it really happens. <laughs> and it's like, I really don't have time for the denial of how periods work from men. But yeah, there was a day one time where I tweeted because I had like talked to like four or five different female comedians that day. And just coincidentally, we were all on our period. So I tweeted like, <laughs> if you're not on your period right now, you are not. If you're, you're not a comedian, if you're a woman. No, I didn't say it yeah. says you're a woman. I was like, if you're not on a period right now, you're not a comedian. <laughs> but like so many life. responses from people that are like, wait a second, I really am on my period. What the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, I don't even. And it's not like I was hanging out with all these people all the time, but it is 
it's just it's just it's crazy. interesting like it's like yeah what the fuck I grew up I grew up in going like I had a very abnormal upbringing like I um I went to a therapeutic boarding school um when I was very Whoa. young and I and yeah and so like there was like I was in a I was living with 27 at least other women uh, my own age and you know we would all be in the bathroom and like the trash can would be full of like gross like 13 year old guys that time of the month the janitor yeah like got a hazmat suit on he's like I'm going (laughs) (laughs) literally quite literally and it, it it just I mean that's just something I noticed very young is like my whole rhythm was to everybody and like that's another story but like it's just yeah it shows no, like, how much even you saying our boarding school I'm like that is another episode that I would like to talk about <laughs> um. yeah so like it's, it's just like the point is that like it's not just periods it's like you are the sum of the people that you spend your time around and so energy is um you can give energy you can take energy um think about when your best friend if you had a best friend that's a comedian which I'm sure you do like you know you guys rub off of each other like I know that like no one's intentionally ever stealing jokes but like sometimes you have an inside joke with your best friend that like makes it to the stage and it's just part of your like your thing thing. yeah yeah. or or like yeah I mean for me specifically like I live with one of my best friends we co-host my other podcast and like we Without, you know, we don't sit around rehearsing and, like, going over, like, what are we going to say? But there's moments where we're so cohesive that, like, we can org- – and my producer who uh, all of the listeners claim doesn't exist and that I just talk to myself because they never see him. <laughs> Sam produces that podcast as well. He can attest to that. He's shaking his head in the chat like, yes, but, like, we will set up something and the other person can punchline it as, like, so cohesively. It's – and my, my roommate has said this, she's like, that. it's like, I know what you're gonna say, or like, where to wait for you to drop a punchline, or like, when you're setting me up without even having to like, consider it like it. And yeah, and I don't, that's real. Yeah. And I don't think that like the two of us, it's like, we're, we're each other's like person that we can do this with, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think we're like, unique in the world because of that people sync up with each other in their own ways exactly when people go we finish each other that's what a relationship is yeah yeah that's a relationship I mean like that's the thing that I want people to understand the most about astrology astrology is not the stars in the sky impacting us like making us do things it's simply just a language of what's like happening and like as above so below like it's like when the stars are dancing in the sky, they're not causing us to do things. Like, like that's the main misconception, I think. It's just, we're all working to a particular rhythm. You know what I mean? Like we adapt to our environment. An example of this, you go to, you say you're from Houston, Texas, and you go to like Colorado for the first time and you're not used to the altitude, your body's going to have a reaction to that. It's the same thing with the stars. Like, you know, like it's our environment impacts us when they're um one of my teachers who I really love uh, he tells a story often that he worked at um a home for I think it was uh disabled or mentally ill um people he volunteered there for or worked there for a while and whenever there was a full moon not just on the full moon but leading up to the full moon he would observe like behavioral problems and so like yeah and people say that all the time they're like yeah, yeah, you hear people go, like, it's a full moon, watch out for crazies, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, people do. So if somebody, yeah. yeah, 
if somebody is born under a full moon, like the moon that you were born under says a lot too about your personality and people who are born under a full moon have like, they tend to be really, really, really good uh, actors, actresses, comedians, things like that, because they have that type of personality. Um, Whereas somebody I'm, I'm considered a balsamic moon baby, which is like the last, it's also kind of, (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's also like it's the last moon phase um that there is and it's like when the moon is very dark and you just see like a tiny little bit of the moon yeah and so people who are born under a balsamic moon they are end of cycle babies and so they've come to kind of clear ancestral traumas and clear like uh, it's like a it's it's kind of like very Piscean energy it's like a very sleepy energy you're here to like rest you're here to like help like and have these karmic, so I have a lot of like karmic relationships, I would say. I love that. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I have a few more questions, but if you're not a patron, fuck you, you don't get to hear them. Um, but you can go over to <laughs> patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed and join. But before we do that, B, where can people fo- follow you to like get astrology stuff to maybe get a reading? Tell us all of your things. Thank you. Um, I am the zine witch at, on Instagram, and my website is thezinewitch.com. And and I actually have a Patreon coven. If you would like to join, I have, I believe that mental health should be accessible. So I started it at a dollar. You can join at a dollar. Um, there are higher levels, of course. And I have um, everything from monthly workshops with other healers. This month, there's a sex magic workshop. So if you're at the $6 level or above, you can get this like one hour sex magic workshop with my dear friend, Gwen Walsh. Shout out Gwen Walsh. Um, and and then I, I'm always posting astrology information and then other modalities that I work with as well. And I just try to create a place where it's not just uh, horoscopes and things like that, although you will find that there, but it's also mental health tools. So I'll post like recovery workbooks and things like that as well. Oh, I love that. Okay, you guys go follow, go get on that mm-hmm. Patreon if that is your speed. I'm interested. Like I, mean, <laughs> I was already interested and then you said sex magic and I was like, okay, well. Hello. There you go. Sex magic. <laughs> um, I love magic and sex. Uh, all right, you guys. <laughs> we are going over to Patreon. So if you're a patron, we'll see you there. Well, there you have it. Sex magic and more. I'm kidding. It wasn't sex magic, but that's what we said at the end. So it was fun. Sex magic is just a fun phrase to say. Holy shit. Go check out B's Patreon and get involved in that stuff. That was B, Aurora B, the zine witch over on Instagram. Go follow her. Go get to know astrology you know it's a whole it's an art as she said it's a whole art what an awesome guest and again there is like 40 nearly 40 minutes of extra astrology and cool shit over on the patreon so patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed if you want to get involved in that if you are trying to save money but you want to help out somehow Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Rate, review, share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Shout out to Eric, John, Jean, Greg, Kathy, Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. Couldn't do it without you guys. What a fucking gang. Crappy Hour is back. We've been hanging out. It's so much fun getting to catch up and just talk about everything. So get involved. You want to be in the League of Extraordinary Idiots and come to exclusive hangouts with me and my tight crew? You can do that. Or, you know, if you're like $25 a month is a little bit above my budget. For fuck's sake, we were just in a goddamn pandemic woman and I'm trying to save. 
one dollar one dollar a month you get full-length episodes no ads early and stand-up clips and more so head over there would love to have your support could really use it god help me cannot wait to get back on the road come see him in sacramento in two weeks Follow at Ignorance is Blessed on Instagram, at Blessed Podcast on Patreon. Join the Facebook group, Ignorance is Hashtag Blessed Idiots, and get involved in the conversation. And please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They are just one person sharing their own unique experience to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. If you have additional questions for a guest or you want to suggest a guest, Hit me. Best way to do that is in the Facebook group. Keep giving suggestions. Keep asking questions. Because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know, and the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.